0: Good Wednesday morning to you. Welcome to Brewers Briefing. I'm Brooks Brewer. It's time to brief you on what's happening in the world of news and current events. And you can brief me and we can brief each other. What's happening? And talk about it, okay? Judge on in here. The, the way to get involved officially is to give us a text on the Wendy Chevy text line or just call us on the brew lines. They're all open and welcome for you to jump in there. Be a part of the show today. 918 756 Thirty-six forty-six. Thank you. Thank you very much. Again, 918-756-3646. We do it every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday is what we do. We come in here, and we just have a good time, by gosh. Bam, bam. There it is. I can never get the end of that thing just right. Anyway, good morning to you. Happy hump day. We're in the middle of the week. I'm looking. I can see the weekend's coming over there, but we still got to get through today and tomorrow and the next day. So let's do that. So go, get involved, okay? Jump in here. Tell us good morning. What's happening? Where are you listening from? 918-756-3646. Text or call. One number does it all. Wendy Chevy Text Line is available for you. And today's the 26th of July. And you've been hearing about that Wendy Chevy uh, oil change special. It's July. Like, so if you better, if you haven't done it, you better get in there and do that. 30 bucks for a for a gasoline engine. And then you get a free inspection on your car, and it's it's 60 bucks for a diesel, which is very inexpensive. And it's all done within one hour, or you get your deal free, and that's awesome. That's even better. So check it out. It's for the month of July. Windy Chevy in Okmulgee. All right. There's that. So anything else? We podcast the show. I tell you all this stuff every day, but you might be new. Maybe this is the first time you've jumped in. You never know. It's, it's called Brewer's Briefing. It's on the podcast world, Apple, Spotify, Google, all the places. And we put it on the website, too. I just uploaded yesterday's. I got the deal list updated. It's on the website. Brew.com is the website. And we have an app for your phone. It's called The Brew. Go to the app stores. Download the app for your phone because it's just super easy. I listen to it all the time. Like I'm cruising around in my truck, and I hit the thing, and the thing, and the thing, and it goes to the thing, and it's, there it is. There's The Brew. And you can also tell your Alexa. Now, I will say this. The Alexa is still 1240 The Brew. The name, like I haven't changed it. So if you're talking to your little thing over there, Alexa, tell her, say, hey, play 1240 The Brew. And she'll do it. And She'll turn it up loud. Let's take a look at the weather forecast. See what we have. 80 degrees already outside. Going to be a scorcher today, summertime in full swing. It's, uh, we're looking for 98 degrees today. My, my truck said like 104 yesterday, so I don't know about all this 98, but it's what it says. Heat advisory effect. Going to feel like one Oh five. Welcome to Oklahoma. Southwest winds 15 to 25. We're going to have a little breeze. That's good. 76 overnight, 99 tomorrow. Heat index 107. A squeaky chair. Friday, 98, and Saturday, 100, Sunday, 100. Oh, Monday, 101, Tuesday, 101. That's not even the heat index. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the actual temperature. Shoot, dog, man, I guess the end of July is what we can expect. Well, it's global warming, you know. Al Gore's been warning us for this for years. It's here. It's finally made it. (laughs) Oceans are boiling. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, it's going to be a hot son of a buck this week. Uh, so, if you're old, be careful. Okay, take breaks. Stay in a shade. Stay in a house. Wear light clothing, and stay hydrated. Current temperatures around the state. You ask. I know I'm getting there. Hang on. 69 out there in Boise City. 68 at Eva. She's cold, and then we start getting warm. Buffalo's at 84. It's the hottest place in the state. Well, no, no. Freedom, Oklahoma. It's already 86 degrees. It's not even 9 o'clock. Freaking almost 90. Freedom, Oklahoma. You been to Freedom? No, I haven't either. And we got 80 in Eufaula, One here. and That's what we got. So up in the northwest, that's the hot little zone right there. That's what we got. Okay, let me see. Is anybody on the Windy Chevy text line yet? No? Not yet, but I think we got one here on the old. David's here. Good morning, David. Welcome to the show, sir. Always just appreciate the good mornings. It's just nice. You know, we kind of just get that going on. We got somebody from Germany listening. I'm looking on online here. I see you internet people jumping in here. Got Mom. And I see Germany been listening for 3 almost 4 hours now. So, that's cool. Hello, Germany. Sprechen Sie durch. Eins, zwei, drei, wir Anyway, that was supposed to be one to ten. And uh, and then I know... Wann hast du Geburtstag? That's when is your birthday? That's the only things I know in German. Uh, but anyway, nobody cares. All right, let's see what's happening in the world of news. Let's see. Let's jump in here see what it is. I don't know. Let me go. There's my bookmarks here. They are. What's happening in politics? We got stuff in politics. You ready for some politics? So we talked yesterday about... Speaker McCarthy uh, talking of impeachment of the president, Joe Menchia Anyway, so here's what Matt Gates has to say about it. He's being interviewed about this whole impeachment talk. Let's see what he says. I haven't even listened to this yet.
1: Uh, I, I want to go to another topic very quickly before we run out of time, Congressman Gates. Last night, Speaker McCarthy suggested publicly for the first time that the evidence is rising to the level for potential impeachment inquiry into the president. What would it take for us to get to that point? I think we're there already, but I don't put much stock in Speaker McCarthy's words on that point because Speaker McCarthy, before uh, his ascendance to the speakership, said we were going to open an impeachment inquiry into Mayorkas, and we haven't done that. And then weeks ago, he said that the IRS whistleblower information justified an impeachment inquiry into Merrick Garland, and then we didn't do that. And now he is largely analyzing evidence that we've had for some time about these bank payments from the Chinese through paths throughs to the Biden family. And he's saying, well, maybe we should have pinched Joe Biden. It just kind of sounds like a lot of talk to me. I'm going to continue dogged oversight work. But you hit the nail on the on the head in the monologue. Follow the money. OK, it, talk is cheap. I want to know if we're going to continue to send money to these agencies of government that push critical race theory, that try to divide people from their parents, that try to turn young folks against a nation that is the greatest in all of human history. And and if we do that and if we stay focused on the money, then I think we can actually get wins for our people. If we if we give airy talk every few months when it's politically convenient to gaslight impeachment inquiries, I don't know that that's been a successful uh, endeavor for us. Well, you're right. Congress has the purse strings, so we're going to see real soon what happens. Congressman Matt Gates.
0: There you go, Matt Gates. I think he's pretty sharp. I, I think he's pretty vocal. He's out there. He's pretty – I like old Matt. I think he's pretty, pretty sharp guy. Anyway, so talk is cheap. <laughs> where, Where is – and, you know, remember McCarthy was going to release the uh, however many thousands of hours of video from January 6th? Remember? They don't even think about it anymore. I'm going to release the tapes. We're going to – like, well, where is it? You didn't do that. You talked about, like he said, Se- Secretary Marcus, who's the border patrol, the, you know, the whatever he is, HHS, whatever he is. Nothing, zero. Merrick Garland, zero. Now you're talking tough about president. Ooh. And we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but anyway, I had some commentary on that. I I don't know. And, and, and I saw another deal this morning that how popular... Uh, McCarthy is like he's super popular, sixty six percent approval rating in the GOP, something like that. So I don't know. I, I, I'm just like, well, let's just see something, you know let's 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 see what you got. Now, speaking of politicians, I talked to uh, I didn't talk to him. We texted back and forth. We don't talk anymore. Nobody talks. We just text each other. Uh, the press secretary for Senator Langford. We're going to record him tomorrow. They said they've got a, a late night, early whatever it is. They're going to be up late, so we're going to be talking to him live next Tuesday. Hopefully, that's the plan, tentatively, at 8:45 a.m. next Tuesday, with Senator Langford. So we'll see how that goes. So anyway, there's that. In uh, other political news, I was watching this interview this morning. And I will play a little bit of this for you, I think, because it's a little bit interesting to me. Sebastian Gorka, some of you know that name, um, big Trump fan, is interviewing a lady named Julie Kelly who's written a book about January 6th. She's been all over this January 6th thing from the beginning. She looks like a patriot to me. And they're talking about particularly Donald Trump, and the trial date being set for the president in May of next year. And she is kind of claiming that uh, the DOJ, after seven years, may really have uh, Donald J. Trump in the crosshairs this time. Now, you know, you've heard that a lot. The, the, the walls are closing in. Now, we've heard that a bunch. But that's from the left, typically. This is, this is the gals from the right. And Sebastian is also a big-time Trump supporter. And she's just talking about, you know, whether he's going to possibly be arrested and possibly be in handcuffs and possibly really face jail time. And I'm like, wow, really? I mean, like for reals? Like, could that really happen? I mean, you know, if <laughs> if they, I mean, they're trying hard, right? They're, they're they're doing everything. I mean, they've been doing it forever since since he came down the escalator. But could they really get it done? That's that's some craziness right there. There's Pam jumping in on the windy Chevy text line. Good morning, madam. Hope August passes quickly. She says hot weather is not my thing anymore. Well, <laughs> hang in there. It's going to be hot for a minute. Good morning, Fay Roy. He's joining the program, the windy Chevy text line as well. Thanks so much. I'm glad to know I got my sidekicks up in there right there. Come on, oh my gosh. All right, so here's Sebastian uh, Gorka talking to Julie Kelly about this whole Trump thing. See what you think about this. But i got to get
2: your reaction to what Mike Steele said when he said, "What what are you rhinos waiting for? Are you waiting for the DOJ to do your work for you? Julie, doesn't that tell you everything you need to know?
3: Well, I mean, for once, Michael Steele is right. Uh, The former RNC chairman, now never Trumper, and I think tied to organizations funded by left wing uh, tech billionaires like uh, Pierre Omidyar. So he's in the same boat as Bill Crystal, et cetera. He has been for years. But look, he is right. Uh, The Justice Department has been and continues to go after Donald Trump. But this time, they really do have him in their crosshairs. And this is not just related to the classified documents uh, indictment that was handed down last month by Jack Smith. And that is proceeding forward in the uh, Southern Florida courtroom of Judge Aileen Cannon. But now knowing that special counsel Jack Smith is going to pull the trigger on DOJ's uh, months long investigation, criminal investigation into Donald Trump and his associates for the events of January 6th. That indictment we could expect any time. I'm hearing it could even be this week. The grand jury in this matter meets on Tuesdays and Thursdays in the D.C. federal courthouse. So he might be asking them to sign on to a bill as we speak or even on Thursday. So Michael Steele is right. Everyone knows that this Department of Justice uh, is finally going to uh, get their, what, seven-year-long crusade, their dream come true of Donald Trump again arrested potentially in handcuffs and uh, you know facing years in prison for both of those cases.
2: And, and what is it going to be? You, you know this the best. You've been in those courtrooms. You've written them up for American Greatness. You've written them up for your book. W- what, what is the charge going to be? Are they going to, you know, resuscitate this charge that was never used before but was used against the Proud Boys and Oath Keepers? Is it going to be uh, incitement to violence? Is it going to be conspiracy or sedition? If you had to predict right now based upon the fact pattern of the last two years, what is your expectation, Julie Kelly?
3: I think the first charge will be obstruction of an official proceeding. And this is this 1512 C2 right. said that you. I've talked about more than three hundred January Sixers have been slapped with this felony. This is a post-Enron statute that dealt with tampering with evidence and witnesses, not interrupting a congressional meeting. Uh, you know, in the in the nation's capital, it, it's
2: it's meant for when there's there's you know a criminal case going and somebody's shredding the files at the headquarters. Right, that's what it's about.
3: That's right. And this did finally go to the appellate court and this three judge panel led by a Biden appointee, by the way, gave what one justice called, one of the judges called a splintered ruling. So it's very cloudy, the applicability of this uh, of this felony count. And now it is headed, uh, one defense attorney has uh, filed a petition before the Supreme Court. I expect other defense attorneys to do the same. But look, this is uh, a, a felony that has resulted in numerous convictions and plea agreements. This is, for example, what Jacob Chansley finally pleaded guilty for and was sentenced to 41 months in prison. So it's not just the prison time that's attached to this felony. I'll tell you something even more terrifying, and that is that judges have denied bail, have denied release for January 6th. Defendants simply accused yeah. Of obstruction of an official proceeding. So there's precedence there, but conspiracy charges, what you just said, this incitement to violence, um, violating people's civil rights. It could be uh, election interference, conspiring to commit election fraud, because we know that Jack Smith is interrogating people in states like Georgia and Arizona. We'll, uh, we'll, and we'll, in Michigan. We'll,
2: we'll, we'll break it down. We'll talk about Judge Cannon's timing decision as well. Why am-
0: blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I'll be followed all that. That's, I don't know, lengthy interview, but, and that was only three of nine minutes. But uh, I thought it was interesting. I, what do you think? You think it could it happen? Could 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 they get the guy behind bars? Pfft, that'd be so weird, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that just be the weirdest thing? It just would seem weird to me. I, I can just Donald J. Trump sitting in a jail cell like that. I, I wonder. I mean, would people on the right would they rise? It would there be violence? Would it be riding in the streets? Would it get weird and ugly and destructive, or would they not? Or I don't know. That's uh, it's interesting. We need to keep up with that and see what happens. That uh, she mentioned maybe an indictment coming down possibly even this week. Blah blah blah. Anyway, the the, the trial or the thing thing's not till May of next year. So it's gonna be long drawn out deal. But I did think it was kind of interesting to say the least. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. It's twenty. We got lots and lots and lots more to talk about. Stay with us here on The Brewer's Briefing. We're going to come right back. 8.22 on a Wednesday, hump day. Good morning to you. All right, let's see what David's saying right there. What's he saying? That could start a civil war. It's not right at all. You know, that's what I'm, I mean, it could get ugly. It really could. I mean, I, it just depends on how the whole thing goes. If the people on the right say, feel like it's like a kangaroo court and it's their man is being put in jail, and could get, I mean, you, just, you never know. It's one of those deals. Uh, I don't know. So uh, we we will keep our eye on that. It's just a little bit fascinating. If you'd like to get involved in a program, you can do it. Wendy Chevy text line, brew lines nine one eight seven five six. Three six four six. I love these headlines when it says the Biden administration was dealt a major blow. <laughs> I love that just right there. Just all I need to read. I'll be happy with those for the day. In its efforts to control the ongoing border crises, on Tuesday, when a federal judge blocked a rule introduced in May that makes migrants or illegals ineligible for asylum if they have entered illegally. And failed to take advantage of the expanded lawful pathways set up by the federal government. So if you come in Ill- illegally, you cannot get asylum. It's a rule. It's, it's, and of course, the Biden administration, like, come on, in, everybody. We got ice cream and cell phones. Come, come, come. And then we'll give you, uh, you can get asylum. Get you, here's your certificate, make you a citizen, driver's license, here's some free insurance, here's some housing, I don't know, here's a great hotel. I mean, come on. Seriously? And we have rules. Believe it or not, it's shocking. I know there's rules in place. It's, oh, wait a minute. If you want asylum, it's great. Yes, we have we have a way you can get asylum here. You can flee from your terrible country and come here to the United States. We'll give you great opportunities here, but there's a path to it. A legal path. Boom, boom, boom. Here's what you got to do, okay? Come on in here. Glad to have you. And there's a process, okay? (laughs) This is not rocket appliance. Come on, people. But anyway, the judge, John Tiger of the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California, blocked the circumvention of lawful pathways rule in response to a lawsuit from a coalition of left-wing immigration groups which claimed the rule was similar to a Trump-era transit ban that was similarly blocked. He found the rule is both sub- substantively and procedurally invalid and has delayed this ruling for taking effect for 14 days to give the administration time to appeal, which I'm sure they will. Anyway, good job. <laughs> Let's keep it, keep it safe. Keep it, keep it legal. It's not that hard, people. Golly, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, that's that's good. And we have a uh, a big announcement today from the uh, coming from the again the Biden administration. This one is going to need some fanfare music, though. Come on, big announcement! Does that not remind you of a rodeo? <laughs> that music right there. Every time I hear that, I think of a rodeo. I don't know why. It's just. It's just me. Biden has announced that he has cured cancer, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Cancer has ended as we know it. And uh, let's see if we have, I think we may have audio on this. this is, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Ladies and gentlemen, the report from the Daily Signal, Biden announces he's cured cancer. And this is it. On July 25th, yesterday a press conference, President Joe Biden appears to have made quite the claim that his administration ended cancer as we know it, quote-unquote. During a series of prepared remarks on expanding access to mental health care, Biden lauded his administration's work in doing big things. At one point, he asked and answered a question he claimed he was asked often. I'm going to read this to you, and then I'll, I'll play it for you. If you could do anything at all, Joe, what would you do? I said I'd cure cancer. They looked at me like, why cancer? Because no one thinks we can. That's why, and we can. And we ended cancer as we know it. <laughs> Sorry, that's a little bit comical. Let's see what he has to say. i to cure
1: cancer. They looked at me like, why cancer? Because no one thinks we can. That's why, and we can. We ended cancer as we know it.
0: We ended cancer as we know it. Did you know that? Did you, have you heard? (laughs) That seems kind of like a big announcement. It's kind of a big deal. Coming from the top man in the United States of America. We have ended cancer as we know it. (laughs) Uh, Oh, really? (laughs) Um, And so the press, you know, uh, you think they would kind of jump all over this and and law this big enough, there'd be some sort of, you know, fanfare, like music and horns and confetti flying and something. I mean, it's a big deal. If it's, oh, wait a minute. It's not true? Oh, they're, they're telling me it's just Joe. It's just Joe talking out of his ass. <clears throat> he has no idea what he's talking about. And that's why there's no, There's, there's the press is just like, oh, God, seriously? Joe, you just said that? Okay, move on. And without even catching a breath, he moved on to discussing veterans' benefits, the second pillar of his unity plan, leaving the crowd somewhat baffled. Yeah, wait a minute. You just announced you ended cancer. And now we're just switching to this and just boom, boom, boom. It's because the guy's seen now. And everybody knows he's seen now. And the press is like, okay, we're not we're not going to talk about that because he's seen now. <sighs> Why? <What? laughs> And yet he's running again. Like, this is, is unbelievable. I mean, is it not? Politics in America is just its kind of weird. I, I, I don't know how it is in every other country. It's probably the same because human nature is the same. The people are the same everywhere. And it's just so strange over here. Like, you got these people that have obviously got massive problems, like our president, mentally just gone. Absolutely gone. Yet <laughs> he's uh he's their Democrats' man of the hour right here. He's still still their guy. Yes, bring him back. Yeah, oh, four more years. Well, anyway, I, I I wish that was true. Uh man, it would be nothing better. I don't care if it was Joe that solved it. And his, I would be so happy if they had really done that into cancer as we know it. <sighs> But alas, I don't. I don't have any faith in that statement. Do you? No, I didn't think so either. But anyway, that's that's out there in the news today. What else was making the rounds here? I'm keeping you people on the top here. All the stuff that you need to know to get through the day and be smarter than your uh, your colleagues. Okay. i right, I got other stuff. I mean, let me switch out of the politic category. We have religion today. I got a little something something right here for you in the religion category, because we talk the taboo topics here on the Brew, the Brewers Briefing. It's politics and religion, and now it says it cannot load the story. Really, really? You got to be kidding me right now! Come on now! Oh my gosh! Now, Pam, this is not my fault. I I had this story. I read it this morning. It's queued up. It's ready to go. And I click on it, and now they're saying that it's not available. I'm going to try this other computer because I have two computers up and running because I am that guy. No. Error establishing a database connection. it. Okay. Well, let me just – I'm going to pull an end around here. Watch this. Um, Okay. So um, all the occurrences – of Tisha B'Av. How many of you know what Tisha B'Av is? Tisha, Tisha B'Av. Do you know what that is? I'm going to tell you what it is. It is the ninth of Av. Okay? Tisha B'Av is the ninth day of the month of Av on the Jewish calendar. Which is today slash tomorrow. And it is a a terrible day in Jewish history. And I'm going to try to get all of the details of what happened on this day. I'll go to Wikipedia here. And it's, it's today. It's tomorrow. They have a, a fast a fast day where they neither drink nor eat anything for 24 hours. A number of disasters happened on this exact day. This is why this is quite an ominous day in Jewish history. And you may or may not know this stuff, but I'm going to give it to you now. You're going to know it. Both temples were destroyed on this same day. The Babylonians, in I believe 423 BC, destroyed the temple on this day. And then the second temple was the Roman empire in 70 AD on the exact same day. And that's, that's two major events. Like that's major, right? Destroy destruction of the temple. On the same day. In addition to that, um, let's see. There, when the 12 spies returned from spying out Canaan, and they came back with a report, except for Joshua and Caleb, who were studs, the rest of them came back and says, oh, we are like grasshoppers in their eyes, and we can't go in, and they're going to kill us all. And it was an ominous day. It was a disastrous day for the children of Israel, because here, here they are. They're at the border. They're ready to go in. God has promised. Them. God has led them for 40 years. He's done all the miracles. I mean, their sandals didn't even wear out. Here we, we got you. Here we go. And they decided not to go in on this day in history. Okay, so there's that. The Bar Kokhba revolt was destroyed, killing over 500,000 Jewish civilians, on this day, and the 4th of August, 135 CE, or anyway, it's today, the Bar Kokhba revolt, they tried to revolt against the Romans. They were squashed. And in addition, I don't see it here yet, they have, yeah, here it is coming up. The uh, First Crusade officially commenced on this day. Or that may not be true. Okay, no, no, not that. They were expelled from England on this day. In twelve ninety. They were expelled from France. They were expelled from Spain on this day. So it's a it's a you know it's a it's a, it's a weird day in Jewish history. I mean it's an I'm like why why? Why? What's going on with this one day? So anyway, if you want to uh, say some prayers for Israel today it would be a good day to do that. And uh, they, anyway, they all have a fast. It's the it's the it's the second day behind Yom Kippur, which is the uh, like the most sacred kind of not sacred wouldn't be the right word. Just uh, anyway, it's fast day. It's happening in in Israel today. I thought I would share that with you in our religious category. Um, and then the only other thing is we have is we go back to the Archbishop of York saying it's problematic. The Lord's Prayer, we talked about that at length. I won't go over there again because, well, we've already talked about all that. So anyway, there's that. In Jewish history, okay, all right, we got other stuff. we got, we got other stuff, believe it or not. We have this. <clears throat> Should people we don't like be allowed to place phone calls? Should those with, with whom we disagree be allowed to, to, to ride on an airplane? May those we find abhorrent be allowed to use hospitals. Should the worst of us be allowed electricity? Keep laughing at these ridiculous questions. Here's what just happened to Dr. Joseph Merkula. He tweeted this out uh, yesterday afternoon. I don't know who this doctor is, but he's he's a pretty popular guy, I guess. He tweeted this out yesterday. So here's what he said. Chase Bank has shut down our business bank accounts along with the accounts of my CEO and my CFO as well as their family members, including their spouses and their children. And they refuse to provide any reason for doing so. The oldest account has been active for 18 years with Chase Bank. And it's all because they don't like this guy's political stances On Whatever it may be Now I looked at this guy's Twitter page And it says he is Osteopathic physician Best selling author And founder of the number one Natural health site Mercola.com M-E-R-C-O-L-A Which I I don't know I I don't know too much about this guy And he um, No doubt he's just outspoken about Vaccines and Whatever else and Robert F. Kennedy Jr., which we see all over the place now, has also commented. He said, looks like Chase shut down longtime accounts of Mercola's company, employees, and their family members. No reason given. I wonder if it has anything to do with their medical descent. And that's what it is. If you don't toe the line, you and this is coming. This is not, it's not even, it's here. Like this is, this is fascist America. Right here, right now, shutting down your bank accounts of you and your employees and your family members and their children, et cetera, et cetera, because they can. All right. Governments can't do this, but private companies evidently can. It's all in the fine print. And they're doing this in America because they don't like this guy's stances. What happened to freedom of speech? I can just say whatever I want to say. No. If we don't like it, we'll just shut you down, man. We'll cancel you and ostracize you and your family. Can you imagine? It's like, this is, this is not America. This is not how it's supposed to be. Where if you don't like it, then, you know, we'll just, without even giving you reason or giving you notice or. Now. Yeah, yeah, it's that's a little over the top, I think. Don't you? That is just that's just wild. I mean, what? How far is this going to go? Um, I don't know. I don't know how far it's going to go. But it's uh, it's it's not looking good. Just shut you right now. Just close your cans. Don't like you. Like what you're saying, you're out of here. So, you know, I don't know. Will they get the pushback like Bud Light? They need to. Need to put it on these private companies that make stupid decisions like that. Right? Because <laughs> Bud, Bud Light's feeling the power of the people. The power of the people is still alive and well. Ask Bud Light. And I'll tell you, right? I mean, it's, they're feeling it over there. So anyway, we need to do the same with Chase Bank. Just cancel them all. Bye-bye. See you later. You're gone. All right. Here's a bank that will not do that to you. And we're taking a quick break. We'll come right back. Stay with us on the Brewer's Briefing. are awake out there <laughs> all right 82 degrees it's going to be a warm one today 98 going to feel like 100 a million degrees it's going to be just hot 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 you want to get involved in here don't be scared 918-756-3646 text or call the windy chevy text line or call us on the brew lines david says the governors need to get their get together and put an end to all this craziness Somebody does. I, I Oh, shoot. What did I just do? Okay. God. Dropped my phone on the computer thingy here. You know, yes, that's one thing, legislation. about But, but, but uh, the people, the people, like they did with Bud Light and Target, just rise and say, yeah, hey, you can't do that to us. We'll pull all of our damn money out of your stupid bank. I wanted to say other words, but I didn't. I refused You know, and how do you like that? You make dumb decisions. We will we will it'll cost you financially. That's what makes the difference. My goodness, thank you. Wow, I've been served a beautiful plate of food. Just arrived from my left. Stage left, bada boom, bada bang. You ought to see this. Golly, that is it's nice. Okay, where was I? Oh yeah, I was on a rant. Interrupted me during my rant. That's what needs to happen, man. Let's put the power of the people to work. When they, when companies make really dumb choices, they need to feel some consequences for that, right? I think. What what Don't you think? What would be wrong with that? I think Chase, uh, shoot, dog. I think we just need to yank. I, mean, I don't have any money in Chase. But if you do, let's just get this started right here. Okay? Let's, let's let this thing go viral. Put the hurt on them. Change your ways. Repent. And tell them you're sorry and put their money back in their account. Anyway, that's what I think about it. This is crazy. I saw this just a moment ago as I was perusing the interwebs. I can't even believe it's real, but it uh, it appears to be real. New Mexico governor's hotline. Referring women to the Satanic temple for abortions. Like, what? Now I knew New Mexico had a weird governor out there, and sure as sure, is, sure is shoot. Today, New Mexico Alliance for Life released its findings from our investigative report through public records reveal New Mexico's pro-abortion governor Luhan Grisham, taxpayer-funded abortion hotline is referring women to the Satanic temple health. TST abortion clinic advertised as the world's first religious abortion clinic. Why are taxpayers of New Mexico forced to promote the satanic temple religious abortion center through the pro-abortion governor's hotline said Lisa Martinez of New Mexico Alliance for life executive director. It's the state of New Mexico, fully disclosing to women that the TST health is a satanic ritualistic abortion center. And that abortion is not a life-saving procedure that involves the ending of an innocent human life. That is just absolutely unbelievable. It's crazy. It's like diving into this deal. How's, how, oh, jeez. Really? Like, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's 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 out there. They've done a little investigation on this deal and they'll just do anything. They'll do anything. These these people on the left, these really leftist weirdos, wackos, they'll do anything to kill the babies, hurt the babies, kill the babies. I mean, that's, that's as satanic as it gets. Earlier this month, Governor Lujan Grisham, announced the establishment of the abortion referral hotline using taxpayer funds during this year's legislative session. She also allocated $10 million in taxpayer dollars to fund an abortion center in Doña Ana County. New Mexico's abortion rate has doubled since the overturning of Roe v. Wade last year, and 21 New Mexico abortion businesses reporting 4,900 abortions. That number jumped to 11,000 in 2022. And in 2023, uh, business ended the lives of 5,300 innocent babies already this year. That would not be something to be proud of, New Mexico. God, wow. Whew. It's a... It's, uh, it, it, what? What do you say about that? High in the world. Satanic... Abortion. That is just like, who could work there? How do you work at a place that, you know, uh, unless you're just full on, Ah, man, it's just, I don't understand people. I don't understand it. Do you? How do you understand that? How do you wrap your mind around that kind of craziness? I don't know. Boy, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just, Satan is alive and real. The demons are out there. It's real. and And they walk amongst us and, and people are, are, into that and, and it's, it's wild. Let's move on. A man arrested for starting a fire in Yosemite and it was a big fire <laughs> and the Democrats of course, speaking of they blamed it on uh, climate change because it's too hot, climate change, the fires just start themselves but oh no, they found a man that actually started the fires an elderly man in California had been arrested in connection with a massive forest fire that swept through Yosemite National Park In July of last year, Edward Frederick Wackerman, 71, was taken into custody on June 16th following an investigation that lasted nearly a year. Okay, all right, okay, all right. Let's go to the phone lines. Good morning, David. Welcome, sir. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. How are you, buddy?
4: I'm good. What you just said is pretty much all we need to know Where the Democratic Party has gone. They have fallen into a state of evil that I, that is just pathetically horrible. And I'm not saying every Democrat follows it. But if the leadership of the Democratic Party is headed this way with abortion, I mean, look what they put in front of the uh, New York Library. And the, this is, and I think somewhere it says in the Bible, they will openly do this right flat in front of our face. I can't remember the address, but you probably do. You're better at that than me.
0: I think that's the book of Nicodemus, chapter four. Yeah. Anyway, you're exactly uh-huh. right. And here's the deal. You know, it's, it's yeah, you're right. Not every Democrat believes this kind of way. There, there's some conservatives out there, believe it or not. But the platform, the Democrat platform is all about abortion i mean they they have to have their abortion it's all about abortion. abortion abortion abortion, and that is the platform so when you vote for a democrat you're voting for not just the person you're voting for their platform or what the platform tells them you will vote this way as a democrat very few go against it very few have the power which particularly when they get to washington to overcome that and do something differently they are going to go with the platform and the platform for the democrats is pro-abortion
4: very pro-abortion, very pro-anti-speech. If it's in the Constitution, they don't like it. And I've, and I've noticed that the last two years. Is like, And I keep asking myself, how are they allowed to do the things that they're doing that goes against the Constitution? If you look at it when it hits the Supreme Court, just like what they just did with Roe versus Wade, the Supreme Court's like shooting it down. They're like, no, you can't do this, and then they turn around and find another way of doing it using a bureaucratic,
0: exactly, uh, yeah,
2: office,
0: yeah.
4: You know, and this is not like you said earlier. This is not how this is supposed to be.
0: Well, even the Supreme Court, you More know, so knocked rather. down the whole um, student loan deal, and yet <laughs> they, they're going to do it anyway. Like, oh yeah. really? Okay,
4: all right, back after it. You know, I mean, uh, let's say pistol brace thing. It got shot down in the federal court. Well, they're going to look at another way of trying to get it done. Yeah. And this is what some people would definitely call tyranny. This is what our uh, founding fathers warned us about. So, and if my speech seems a little. Stuttering. I'm taking a pill for this RA, and it does affect my speech. So I apologize. <laughs> all right, it's going on, Kevin. So, so it, it it sometimes you get it may be a good thing because I have to stop and actually think about what I say. So this might be a good thing. Yeah, that, that I could right?
0: like get take some of those pills myself.
4: <laughs> yeah, right, right. But look, people always rely on the Lord. He's going to work this out, and we're going to come out ahead because God has always defeated Satan.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's the no doubt line. about that. That's right. That's and right. so we
4: got to stay strong in our faith because I know a lot of people are hiding their faith because they're scared to. Not me. Dude, I get on Facebook almost every other day and I preach it. Well, it's kind of like I'm doing now. <laughs> but uh, yeah. anyway, you well, guys have a beautiful day. Well, you too, David. Good to hear your voice, partner.
0: Bye. Uh, we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Yeah, it's true. You know, and you got to think about that when you're when you're voting. You know, it's I, I just don't understand it. I really don't. I mean, I don't understand people. I mean, Christian people. I I talked to an older guy on my porch, Happy Jim. He'd come up on the porch, we'd have coffee and sit and talk. Christian man, always going to church on Sunday. Democrat, and you know. Same same little talking points, like, you know, it's, it's you know, my body, my choice. It's like, the, it's their choice. You know, I, I'm not, you know, that's their deal. It's like, how can you, as a Christian, vote for people that are pro-abortion? I, I just don't, I just don't understand it. I can't seem to get there. I don't want to get there. I'm not ever going to get there. Because it's murder. It's like, you can't, those two, I don't know how you put them together and reconcile them. Sorry, I'm offending some of you people that maybe or, you know, you're pro abortion, whatever, you know, I, that's, you got to write to your opinion. It's just wrong. You know, sorry, <clears throat> it's okay to be wrong sometimes, but that's, that's kind of a big deal. I don't, I don't get it. I, I do not. And so I don't get this either. <laughs> the guy setting a fire out there and the Democrats are all in California. Oh my God, I get climate change. Oh, it's burning up the forest. Oh my goodness. No, it's just Frank setting fires in Yosemite. Or Frederick, Frederick Wackerman. It's not climate change, it's Edward Frederick Wackerman running around with a torch and a box of matches. (laughs) Don't let that slow the Democrats down in California, man. Woo! Oh, no. It's climate change, man. that's hilarious. Seven Republican candidates for the Republican deal have made it to the debate stage so far. There's qualifications you got to have. And here's what this article says The debate offers opportunity for these candidates to showcase their campaigns, but it's, it's likely that former President Trump, the Republican frontrunner, will not be present. Why is this? This is scheduled for August 23. Um. Uh, of this year, it's going to be on Fox News. The qualifying candidates include Trump, Governor DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, Chris Christie, Tim Scott, and Doug Burg- Burgum. North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum. Never heard of him. Their campaigns have indicated that they have met the fundraising and donor requirements for participation as reported by the 538 and some of the other candidates themselves. I don't see Mike Pence in the list. Do you? No, where's Liz Cheney? I don't see her on the list either, but I don't know why it says Trump may not be there. Let's dig in deeper. See, um, they're likely to face the absence of f- Trump. I'm trying to see why a spokesperson for Trump did not immediately respond to uh, comment. Trump has indicated that he will not participate in the debate despite the urging from the RNC chair, Arana McDaniel. Um, Why would he not do the debate? Do you think? Um, Mike Pence said over the weekend that he has cleared the polling threshold, but not the fundraising requirement. You got to get some more money. Anyways, Trump, Trump may not show up. He didn't show up at the uh, the other thing. They had that other one with the blaze media. He didn't show up for that, and some people thought that was a huge mistake. I mean, he's killing it in the polls. Like, he's the front runner, but there's no question as, as of today. But maybe he just thinks he doesn't have to. I'm so far ahead. I don't need to go in there and try to do anything, open myself up for attack. That's probably what it is. Like, if he was close, he'd have to go do it. But he's like, I'm so far ahead. I don't need to mess with that. Probably smart, you know. Who knows? <clears throat> who, who knows? Maybe he'll never do a debate. Maybe he will. Speaking of Trump and his friends, did you see this? Kind of big news today. Rudy Giuliani admits to making false statements about the Georgia election workers. He pleaded guilty. Admitted that he made false statements about two Georgia election officials. He uh, accused of rigging the election in 2020. It's an overnight court filing. The uh, defendant, Giuliani, uh, does not contest that. He, he said uh, he insists in statements, though. He did not carry uh, meaning that is defamatory, per se, that they're just constitutionally protected statements or opinions. Just his opinions. But anyway, that's, that's out there. Making headlines today. What else is making headlines today? Anything else say for you, people? What is this? We're being told we have to have smart meters in our homes that will give central government the ability to just switch off appliances in your home when the wind isn't blowing. Now they don't like talk about it very much, but that is what they will do. I I just put two two new thermostats in the house that I can control with my phone because one is upstairs. And that's where the college student lives. Well, I don't want to have to go tromping upstairs to change the thermostat if he left it on too cold, right? No. I don't want to get my steps in that way. I want to just look on my phone and uh, turn it off that way. That's what I want to do. And so I installed new thermostats that are controlled by the phone app. But it always makes me a little bit, you know, in the back of my head, like, ah, man, the government's going to be able to get into this thing and just control my thermostat. I, you know You ever feel that way at all? Do you do you get that or do you just go on you don't even care? Cuz I get a little bit leery about some I do it anyway. <laughs> I install them. They're both in there. I'm I'm that guy. I'm so smart. I can install a thermostat by myself. But I am a little bit leery about these smart homes, man. I don't have, you know, I can't I'm, Are they going to do that one day? You know, they will. Oh my gosh, we got to conserve energy. We're taking over your thermostat and God only knows what else. Ah, that's, it's all, all the power and control is, is, is just slowly being shifted to governments, right? It is the central bank, digital currencies are coming. They'll control your money. Hell, they can switch off your money. Now, if you don't, if, you know, if your money's in chase or big old banks that are lefties, They just shut you down. Shut you down. Oh, I I didn't even get to get to this story. We'll save it for tomorrow. No, we don't do a show tomorrow. We do it on Friday. The Oregon Department of Corrections was ordered by court to provide taxpayer-funded transitioning treatment to a trans inmate convicted of first-degree child sex, abuse, and sodomy. The expensive procedures can include breast implants, hair removal, and more, and the taxpayers of Oregon get to pay for that. Oh, golly i'll leave you with that we'll pick up on that on friday if i don't forget hopefully i will and we won't have to talk about it at all okay we're out of time it's time for tricia on Tradio to come in here and do some buying trading, selling and giving away you guys have a great wednesday thanks for tuning into the brewers briefing and we'll get it out
1: there on the interwebs in just a few minutes bye-bye